Hey Bethel family, thanks for joining us today as we engage Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. We hope this study equips you with wisdom as you engage your community, whatever you find yourself this summer. Hello friends, I hope you are enjoying our summer under the sun as we explore together wisdom's valuable role in our spiritual journeys. This is Angie, and today we are reading Proverbs chapter 8. As I studied and prayed about what verses to discuss today, I was struck by so many possibilities. As we begin Proverbs 8, we find wisdom personified, represented as a person or as having human qualities, and in this case, as a woman speaking who is sometimes called Lady Wisdom. As we move through the chapter, however, we come face to face with a church history challenge that feels like it could be a question on Jeopardy. The latter verses in this chapter have raised all sorts of exegetical and theological questions with respect to the eternal deity of Christ, specifically related to verse 22 and on. There has been great controversy throughout church history about the Hebrew verb used, kana, in relation to the Lord at the beginning of his work mentioned in verse 22. Did the Lord possess, as stated in the ESV Bible, make, as listed in the ISB, or create, as found in the NASB. Hmm, is wisdom speaking of Christ directly or indirectly, like typologically, or not at all? Is wisdom referencing the mind of God expressed in operation or as the second person of the Holy Trinity, Jesus? Hashtag confusing. That makes my brain hurt. Considering how much silly debate we have endured in the past year, yeah, I'm not going to focus on any debates today. Besides, my degree from Western Seminary is not in theology. It is wisdom to not jump headfirst into this mess. Instead, let's examine how Proverbs 8 speaks of wisdom's connection to righteousness in verses 6-13, through 13, especially as it correlates to our words. Professor David Schrock said, quote, Proverbs 8, 8 reads, All the words of my mouth are righteous. There is nothing twisted or crooked in them. As Solomon personifies Lady Wisdom, we hear her inviting us to learn from her words. She describes this wisdom in verses 6 through 11 as words that are true, verse 7, righteous, verse 8, straight, not crooked, verses 8 and 9, and valuable, verses 10 and 11. In these descriptions, she echoes two psalms where the rules of the Lord are described as righteous, Psalm 119, and the word of the Lord is esteemed as sweeter than honey and more valuable than gold, Psalm 19. Proverbs 8.13 goes on to state, All who fear the Lord will hate evil. Therefore, I hate pride and arrogance, corruption, and perverse speech, end quote. My ESV study Bible notes, quote, One of the main purposes of the fear of the Lord in Proverbs is to align a person's heart to what the Lord loves. Describing what wisdom, i.e. the Lord, loves and hates calls a person to examine his or her heart to seek wisdom. End quote. Can you see the connection yet between wisdom and righteousness? Dr. Doug Mavura nails it when he says, quote, a layman's definition of righteousness is simply right standing with God. Many Christians believe that it is through our actions that we become righteous, but we are not made righteous by doing what we do. 
Righteousness is a gift that comes from the Lord to those who accept what Jesus has done for them by faith. Romans 5, verses 17 and 18. This gift of salvation, however, produces a changed heart that in turn changes our actions. Actions cannot change our hearts. The gospel changes hearts. The Pharisees always clashed with Jesus because they believed that their righteousness was determined by their actions. Jesus taught exactly the opposite of what the Pharisees believed. That's in Matthew 23. It is through a changed heart that our actions change. The heart is the issue. Actions are only an indication of what is in our hearts. Once hearts are changed by Jesus, actions change, end quote. Wisdom is water that helps righteousness grow. Wisdom helps us make wise choices and wise decisions. When we allow Jesus to change our hearts, our actions and words follow. We learn through wisdom how to better align our hearts to God, to love the things that He loves and hate the things that He hates, and to speak in ways that honor and glorify Him. Matthew fifteen eighteen reminds us, What comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this defiles a person. I need the Lord to do this ongoing work in my heart pretty much every day. I need Him to put my heart in the refiner's fire so that I can live a righteous life that truly honors Him through my actions and my words. What about you? Let's pray. Lord, we ask you to continue working in our hearts, showing us where our hearts need better aligned with wisdom so that we can guard our hearts, our minds, and our mouths. In Christ Jesus, amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we encourage each other with the wisdom of God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to dive into God's word with you. We would also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you will find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or in social media. Thanks, family. God bless you. Gracias y que Dios te bendiga.